If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app and answer a few questions. With Angie, you can book instantly at an upfront price or request and compare quotes from multiple pros so you can find the best price for your project. So the next time you have a home project, just Angie that and start getting the most out of your home. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hello, I'm Rachel Roberts. And I'm Megan Segura. Welcome to the Daily Dish, Bravo's official podcast. Of course, we're a digital producers for BravoTV.com, so we know all of Bravo's secrets and more. Yeah. I know that we've kind of accidentally made Grace a star on this show, and I am sad to tell all of her fans she's not here with us this week. All of her fans. Yeah. Ooh, shade. <laughs> she can't be here. I, I feel like it's mean to make fun of her when she's not here, but I just did. <laughs> yes, uh, she's in LA for work. Yes. Something Vanderpump related? What? Is she there for that? Isn't she? I think she just went. I was like, I'll work in LA, the LA offices. This is a side combo. Okay. Um, but in her place, we have the lovely Molly. Yes. Hi, guys. How's it going? It's great. If you don't remember, Molly's been on the podcast before to talk about her time at the Regency. Yes. What a time it was. <laughs> you, remember it like it's yesterday. You were also the one that pointed out that Bobby Giancola was on Bev Hills last week. I was because I work on our podcast After Deck with Kate Chastain a lot. And I just feel like I've gotten to know the faces, forms, and everything of all below deck universe that it was like a blurry shot too of him from afar and they're just like bobby will help you into the boat and i was like that's bobby (laughs) what is the most surprising thing about kate chastain after working with her she's well i mean it's not surprising she's very funny um yeah she's she's great to work with she's a lot of fun um i know a surprising fact what the last time she was in the office, she wore sunglasses inside. She did. Yeah. I think that was, um, yeah, she did do that. <laughs> I think they were also getting ready for the reunion. So she was like waiting to do like hair and makeup. Right. So um, that's why the sunglasses were on. Right. Totally. Yeah. 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 But well, my doctor said I have to wear sunglasses like all the time. Why? Because basically everybody should, because that's how you get cataracts. Mm. And everyone apparently gets cataracts no matter what, but you can prolong it by wearing sunglasses whenever it's sunny. Um, Can you please get those transition lenses? Uh, You know, I actually, the older I get, I'm like, what what an invention. (laughs) Like, that's pretty cool not to have to, because as someone who needs prescription sunglasses too, that I don't have because I'm stubborn and I refuse to get them because they're expensive, I put sunglasses over my glasses. So I think all the time, like, wouldn't it be great if these just became sunglasses? Sadly, Real Housewives of Atlanta was dark this week because of that stupid Super Bowl. Um, Yeah, who cares? We don't know who won yet because we record this early, but I bet it was the Patriots. I also just always think it's a misstep. Like... On Super Bowl Sunday, I want to watch Bravo. You're like the one. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, we have other stuff to talk about. Uh, We we talked to Teresa. Judice? 
Judy Judice. Ju- yeah. No, I say Judice because that's how Italians would say it's it. It's just a fun way to say it. Judice. But she said either way is fine. Yeah. So like everyone's right, you guys. Yeah. One thing you won't hear in the interview, but that we witnessed is as she was walking out, you know, we have little tchotchkes in the podcast studio and that includes a bottle of black water. And Teresa was like, oh, that's disgusting. Yes. As I recall, she said, can I throw this out the window? Oh, Oh, yeah, she did. Uh, So that that that's still happening. Yeah. In case you were wondering if the Manzos and Judices have made up. No, no. Except for Dina. Yes. Uh, she also totally shaded us and not having a, be- a house, a real houses in New Jersey poster. Yeah, but we didn't. We didn't pick these. We were given them. No, we were like, uh, well, no, we we didn't have a say. Sorry. Right. Well, yeah. well, clearly, we need to get more Teresa and Jersey up in here. Let's get into Summer House. Yeah, we haven't been talking about it. Yes, it's back. Uh, episode three was this week. Yes. And it just keeps getting better and better, I say. Drunker and drunker, I say. (laughs) Uh, If you want to go to bravotv.com, there's an amazing video of their party files. Uh, Basically, they're just best moments of the summer. Uh, Have you ever had a 4th of July party quite like that? God, no. No, and and I'm sad. Like, I, you know, I've had... I've been to parties on 4th of July, but not like that. I know. When Kyle said it's his favorite holiday, I was like, really? The 4th of July <laughs> is your favorite holiday? But I can see why now. Well, I mean, my God, how many times did Lauren flash everyone? I mean, <laughs> she was uninhibited. She really likes her breasts. Yes, that's clear. But not the lower half, because she was wearing this, like, half jumpsuit thing on the bottom all day. And I was like, just oh, go put right. shorts on. Yeah, I she know. Had, like, tied around her waist. It was very weird. Yeah, I was like, like, I know you, A, you're beautiful and gorgeous, and I know you have jean shorts. I've seen them. Yeah. Go put those on. She was in a state, though. <laughs> as you right. I don't say. think she was, I don't think she was uh, thinking about her wardrobe. What did you think about the cake in the face? And the other way... Hey, best friend. Hey! Made a cake for ya. Let's make out. For all time's sake, babe. Cake in your face. Oh my god. I just... Watching all of this, I feel like it's like every girl can relate to that, like, you like that guy and he's bad for you and he treats you badly, but, like, you can't help but being, like, obsessed with him. Right. It reminded me of college. No, same. So, those of you who mistakenly did not watch season one of Summer House, Carl and Lauren had this, like, on-again, off-again thing that he kind of let her on a lot, and he even, like, admits that, like, I let her on last summer. Yeah. But then they actually dated, like, through the fall. And then he, according to Lauren, ghosted her and then started dating somebody else. Right. Could you imagine, like, full-on dating someone and then just getting ghosted? No. Honestly, I was embarrassed because I had a really messy end to our relationship. He ghosted me and resurfaced dating another girl. I mean, that kind of happened to me, actually. I dated someone for like four months, and then we went to brunch one day, and we both kind of knew it was over, but we didn't talk about it. We never spoke again. Whoa. And like, yeah, I like... Oh, wait, no, that happened to me, too. Yeah. It wasn't that serious, but it was still like a... Someone that I had... um, We'd known each other since middle school, and like in college, kind of tried to give it a go, and then it was just like one weekend... It just didn't feel right, but, like, no one ever said anything, and it just ended. Yeah. But Lauren's still in it. Yeah, but Lauren's definitely still in it. But I would like to say, I think Carl is, too, because he says things to her like, Lauren, you're my girl. But he's not, he's never sober when he says it. Mm. Also, my God, how long were they drinking that at 6 a.m. they go into the hot tub and are still drinking? Yeah, I mean, I think they drank all day and all night. They're, oh, they're like Vanderpump level. You want to vomit. Schwartz, Schwasted. Schwartzsted. What did Ariana call him? Schwasted. Schwasted. Uh, yeah, so that's clearly happening again. They had this kind of come to Jesus moment last episode where he was. they were like, let's just be cool, let's be friends. All I can do is say, let's move forward from this and let me prove to you and show you that I can be your friend. I want to be your friend. More than anything, I just want to be your friend. And then, like, within an hour, Lauren shoves cake in his face. Right. Which, yeah, as I said before, I think it's just 
a matter of she has all these feels. She wishes she didn't. They definitely come out when she's drunk. As Lindsay saw. Oh, my God. That's my favorite part of the episode. So Lindsay's having this very real moment because she's talking to Carl about Everett, who she was with last summer. He is a uh, vet, and he came home on the 4th of July. She's like, I'm having all these feelings. not with Everett anymore. That was always a big day for him. Uh, and she's talking to Carl about this, and then Lauren comes in laughing for some reason. At some joke she told herself in her head. <laughs> like, I don't know. And then she's like, why aren't you guys laughing? Well, can I help? Because I know you guys have... So taking some space or whatever you're doing, which is good. It's healthy. I think you guys both need to kind of get into a good place. Right. I love being your friend. And whatever I can do to help you, honestly. <laughs> How come you guys are laughing? And then Lindsay's kind of annoyed. She was like, I'm trying to have like a real conversation with Carl, but they realized that's not going to happen with Lauren there. So then the girls go to the their room and they go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And then they are stuck there because Lindsay won't let Lauren leave. She right. like locks her in the bathroom and they have this like screaming match at each other. And Lauren is just wrong. Like She's like, you just said this. It's not what was said at all. Lindsay is trying to be like, you're not making sense. Like, you're drunk. You're making this whole scenario into your head. That's not what I said at all. I was saying I was talking about Everett, not about you at all. Lauren's being like, oh, you can only talk about me with Carl? And Lindsay's like, No. That's not, I mean, it was the, it's the most convoluted and strange thing I think I've seen in a long time. Because right. at one point, Lindsay just goes to the bathroom while they're yelling at each other. It was so odd. Why are you fighting with me right because now? Because you just sat in the toilet and told me I can't talk to you. So wait, wait, crazy Lindsay, right now. did you just, Stop. wait, wait, backtrack. You just sat on the toilet and told me that I don't listen to you and that Lauren? you can't talk to me because of Carl? You're being crazy what? right now. I wasn't talking to him about you. Oh, what were you talking about then? Everett! I don't like drunk conversations. Yeah, it just was like they were not... I mean, I love to watch matching. them. Just not be in them. It weirdly reminded me of Bethany and Dorinda in Mexico. Oh, yeah. Don't tell us a big act. You, you say what you're going to do. Dorinda. Don't do your act too. You do your no, act. Stop Don't it, do. Bethany. Makes me feel bad. Because it's like they just weren't speaking to each other. Right. They were just speaking. Yes. <sighs> it's weird. But of course it didn't end. It continued to the next day, which was actually the 4th of July. Right. And like everyone's just pissed at each other. I had a fight with Lindsay yesterday, so I've kind of been avoiding that situation. And then I probably should be have a conversation with Danielle at some point, so... I get a little crazy sometimes. Well, you threw an entire sheet cake off my face. God, can you just let it go? Yeah, not good. No, I think Lauren is mad at herself most of all. And she's taking it out on other people. Because she knows Carl's not the guy. Yeah, stop making out with them. Yeah. And more. Yes. But we'll see how that plays out the rest of the season. Because I don't think it is over. It's not over. It still isn't over. Notebook. Oh, I was thinking, you have to forgive me, Aiden. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, moving on from Summer House to Vanderpump Rules. Jax is kind of an asshole in this episode. You mean Jason? Jason, (laughs) yes. God, can we call him that the next time he's in? Yes. I'd be like, well, I hear you like people... To call you Jason. Why tapping really on your third you. eye? I'll try it. You can call me at Jason. I would love Jackson. to call you Jason. I'm over this person. It's my actual I name. really appreciate it. So I want to know yeah. Jason. I love this whole, like, I got involved in this thing, but I'm on to you. This is literally being filmed. Yes. Getting into this whole acting thing. We're getting ahead of ourselves. I'm sorry. I just wanted to talk about that no, now. No, no, Do it. Uh, but... Him just being like, man, I got into this modeling and acting in this world. And he's having this, like, real moment that's being filmed. Right. It's You're just still like, in it. Yes. Jax. Jason. Probably getting into the business that I got into. Okay, how'd idea. you get into the business? Yeah, the, the industry, the acting and the modeling and stuff. It's such a disgusting, like, life. 90% of the time, you're rejected. Although I did say when he had that, like, moment in interview, I was like, wow, he's going through something. And I will say, every time he's in the office... I don't know if we're duped or we're seeing Jason or what, because we always, 
walk away being like, wow, he's really going through stuff. I was 19, 20 years old when I started this Jack's person, living in this fictitious world, modeling and being around pretty people all the time. That's a lot of pressure. So I had to feel like I had to tell stories for people to like me. I think I need to get back to Jason. I'd like to get to know that guy again. Yeah. But maybe, maybe his sort of like rejection of like the fame and stuff is kind of why he was acting out in this episode. Mm. I mean, he said, because they had this fire, this small fire at Sir, could have been a bigger deal. Thank God it wasn't. And someone said, would you be sad if it burned to the ground? He goes, no. And I'm like, Sir is the reason people know who you are. Right. You should be very sad. Would you be sad if Sir burned down? No. Like, that's mean. Like, I expect that from Kristen because she has such a, like, terrible past with Lisa. Lisa and the whole thing. And she's like, I wouldn't save Kristen from a fire. She said that at one of those Bev Hill reunions. Right. But, yeah, I thought that was extra harsh. The fact that he showed. Also, there's a theme on our network right now. And I don't know why this happens, but, like, trends just, like, happen across shows sometimes. Why is everyone changing the amount of time that they're late? Mm. Like he was like, I was only a half an hour late, but everyone else got there at six thirty. You got there at seven thirty. You're an hour late, right? But it just makes you sound better if it's only a half an hour. Like I know why he said that. Yeah, because I should be working this party that with everybody else. I kind of got kicked out, so I showed up a little bit late. I want to say around thirty minutes late. Yeah. Anyway, so he said that. He also, Lisa's having this very, like, personal party for herself. Right, because, well, she's the editor-in-chief of Beverly Hills Lifestyle, so they had, like, a kickoff party. Yes. Jax is an hour late. And Lisa, in one of the most boss moves I've ever seen, just repeatedly is like, you're an asshole, get out of my face. I don't have any... She said the craziest shit to him. I was like... I think she even told Brittany, tell him to fuck off. Yes! And I was like, yes, Lisa, someone needs to tell Jax that. Yeah. Max is bartending because you're so selfish. Do you want to help me? No, I don't. You need to leave right now. I don't need you here. I called your position. You okay, you're okay, that's ass- fine. No, it's not fine. You're an ungrateful asshole. Okay, okay, okay. Get out of my face. Then he was fueled and went to the bar with the guys after. I knew this was going to be bad. And it just kept going. Him being like, I don't know why I'm treated differently. You know, I'm, they're all just as bad as I am. Then I'm screaming at Kristen. You. Jax. Oh my God. <laughs> Jax. Jax, look Kristen at me. Kristen is trying to be the best friend she could be to Brittany. Let, Jax, look at me. I'm just, that's just, I'm just going to button You've it with that. You've never been to a party where you Jax. haven't got kicked out of. Jax, dude, calm down. He doesn't get that, like, other people being bad doesn't take away himself being bad. Like, yeah. there's the saying, two wrongs don't make a right, is a saying for a reason. Like, yeah. just because everyone else is bad doesn't mean you can't hold yourself accountable for your own behavior. But he can't. He can't be accountable. Even though Reiki master Kelsey? Sounds right. Told him he has to own his anger. Right. As she tapped on his liver? I didn't know where she was tapping in the yeah. back. Yeah. Uh, Kidney? Yeah, I don't know. Which in Renaissance times, now I'm being Grace. I'm literally taking the role of Grace. Uh, they used to say that love and everything was in the liver, not the heart. So they like the liver was talked about the way we talk about the heart now. So in general, I think me and you had this note of just like, yes, Lisa Vanderpump. Lisa Vanderpump was the best version of herself I've seen ever yes. in this episode. Yes. Like standing up for justice yeah. and like everything. I loved her. Yes. Um. So there was her whole like just shutting jacks down and yeah. then, like what you do is unacceptable right. and not taking a shit, which i loved we also have this moment with katie <sighs> there's layers to this because kevin lee who we all know and we thought loved right um party planner he uh father the bride uh she 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 based on him we've seen him countless times and he's like a character that i think people know and love he sees katie at lisa's party who's being a server and is like and we see it. I'm so glad that they captured it on camera. Like, wow, you've really gained weight. I mean, as a friend, it's a problem. It's out of control. It's out. You need to handle this. Talking to him when I was pouring champagne, and, and then he was like, what happened to you? What do you mean, why? Like, you gained a lot of weight. What happened? You are much thinner than this. You gained a little bit of weight. You have to work on it. 
I am. Seriously, I'm coming as a friend. He's out of control now. I can tell. And I thought Katie was so right on when she said, I just don't understand what made him think he could say that to me. Right. Which is absolutely right. How fucking dare you? I mean, even if you think it internally, what what is your thought process here? As if she's, I hate when people comment to people about anything like that. Because it's as if she's never thought that. Or right. Like has no reality or sense of herself. Because she's like, I know, I've been working on it. It's been really hard for me, you know? I just, I've worked really hard in the last year. I just don't know why he's not comfortable saying that to me. It's also like, you and I both know this, as do all females listening. There is a point in your life where, oh, shit, my body's not really responding the way it used to. It turns out I can't eat and drink whatever I want. Right. Uh, I have to work a little harder. She's going through something that we all go through, but on camera. Right. I know. Because uh, me and my friend Elaine talk about this a lot. It's like we're just seeing them go through like a terrible period because we met them at like 25, 26. Yes. And now we're seeing them at like 32. Yes. Which is like the time that your body changes so much. Yes. It's hard for everyone. Yes. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com podcast and use code WONDERY to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home? isn't a total mystery with bite clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite clear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. But Lisa's reaction was is amazing. So beautiful. And even in interviews, she was like, has he lost his mind? Yes. Kevin Lee. Has he lost his mind? And then he's like, you're bigger now. I'm furious at him because I don't think it's ever okay for a man to comment in a derogatory way about a woman's appearance. It was like everything she said was absolutely perfect. And I loved how offended she was for Katie because, you know, it's one of her good friends. She could have just been like, oh, Katie, he didn't mean it. Yeah. But she took it very seriously. She was like, you're one of my most beautiful girls. And I was like, that is the thing that you wrote that down too. I was like crying. You are my most beautiful girl in the restaurant. I swear to you. Anybody tell you otherwise? But what actually made me cry with this whole situation was the next day when she was telling the triplets, and one of them was just like, you're not overweight at all. And it was just this, like, such honest, yes, like, yes. I was like, these boys are so beautiful. I know. Because <laughs> earlier I was like, I cannot imagine having three grown men stay in my apartment. <laughs> but thank God they were there. I know. Something about men thinks that they have the license to comment on stuff like that. Because as a woman, I would never say anything like that right. to anyone. You know, I was a big Loveline fan mm. back in the day. And I was it's listening. Still on, Megan. Yeah, no, I was going to say. So I was recently listening, not recently, like two years ago, listening to an episode with Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla. And Adam Carolla was saying that he and his wife got in a huge fight because she kind of said, I don't feel great. Like I've been gaining weight. And he goes, Well, you should go work out. And she kind of went off on him. And Adam was like, I don't understand this. If you need to lose weight, you go work out. And Dr. Drew was like, you need to understand that, like, 
women process that in a different way and like you can't just be so blunt you may see it as this just it's just a fact you know right a plus b equals c but women do have a lot of their identity wrapped up in how they look and how they look to men sadly you know right and especially to their man yes but anyway it Anyway, men are terrible. (laughs) Men are terrible. But then out of all of this, we find out, we watch this video of Katie. Yes. That her jaw's wired shut. She's missing teeth. She's all busted up. Yeah. You can see the scar, like the, the wound that is now her scar on her face. And she just talks about falling through a a skylight. Yeah. Well, quick side note is I remember... Not knowing what had happened to her, but she and Schwartz were on Watch What Happens Live, and they were playing some sort of newlywed game. And Andy asked Schwartz, has Katie ever broken a bone? And he goes, no. And she goes, like, she looked at him and was like, you don't remember? And he's like, oh, crap, yes. And then she was like, I had a really traumatic accident where I fell through a skylight, and I broke, like, a ton of bones. But we had never heard the story like this before. Right, no. It was a little less than eight years ago that I had a pretty serious accident. My name is Kate Maloney, and I'm an actress. And by actress, I mean a waitress. I had fallen through a skylight, fallen 25 feet down a flight of stairs. As part of that, I have this scar on my face, and they offered to, you know, I could go see a plastic surgeon and, you know, remove the scar. But erasing that would have erased, like, this pretty monumental moment in my life. I remember. I can't believe she's alive. That's so crazy. And it was so nice to see how that has, like, shaped her. And that Lisa, that's what she admired about her, is that she walked in with a scar she was proud of because it reminded her that she cheated death and, like, to live every day. Okay, Rachel. (laughs) Uh, Am I crying? (laughs) Well, you are (laughs) teary-eyed. And then if I see someone else get teary-eyed, then I get (laughs) teary-eyed. It's just a cycle. But uh, this episode had a lot of levels. I don't want to cry. And speaking of Lisa Vanderpump... We need to talk about that dinner on Beverly Hills. Yes. I mean, because really we're going, well, I don't even know your opinion on it. But to me, I was like, oh, we're going for two extremes. Like Lisa Vanderpump being at her most wonderful and supportive. And then Lisa Vanderpump kind of being at. Being petty, as Erica would say. Yeah. Um, but so what happens is Lisa Vanderpump goes to dinner with Dorit and Kyle. Kyle and Dorit are late again. I literally wrote down, I cannot believe that Dorit is late again. Especially if you know this other dinner was filmed. People are going to see it. You're just making yourself look worse. And then, do you even believe that the limo was lost? Oh, no. Right. None of us believe you, Dorit. Now you're the, the boy who cried wolf. Right. Um, That's later in the episode. She arrives late yet again with a limo to Kyle's house. So Lisa's excited because that crazy lawsuit against Ken was dropped. And and there was a bag of puppies. I believe the wording that Lisa uses is a bag full of fresh puppies. Fresh. And she kept calling what them fresh. Mean, like fresh out like of the just oven? Just born. Yeah. I, I say that too sometimes. I'm like, oh, that that's a brand new baby right out of the oven. Oh. Gross. I know. I'm like, it probably still smells. Oh, like vagina? I don't think that they smell like vagina. Uh, not vagina, like uterus. When Penny had her puppies. No, no I'm going to say they didn't smell great. Oh. But, but then they no, did. No, then they did. Then it was like, oh my goodness, puppy smell. A bag full of fresh puppies. What could be better than that? <laughs> oh, Aren't they amazing? But so, to Lisa, this is a big deal, this lawsuit. The girls, they're like, yay, that's exciting. Cheers. I'm so pleased to hear that, Lisa. <laughs> Cheers, ladies. Cheers. So it's been a good day for all concerned. Still, when you're going through it. It's horrible. It's horrible. Yeah. You know? It's just negativity we don't want in yeah. our life. I, I don't know. want any negativity. So that was Speaking good. of negativity. <laughs> Last night. But speaking so, of negativity. <laughs> let's talk about this Teddy thing. And I think you and I are on the same page, which is 
Kyle's in the right in this yes! conversation. Yes, I was like, Kyle's totally right. And I don't get why they're being so like unable to see that she's just saying, you two were kind of attacking her. She's this new girl. I could see her side of it. So I just was trying to like help you two communicate. I mean, the whole glass thing is so ridiculous. It's almost- Were you mad at me for chiming in? You don't do that as a friend. I felt that you guys were speaking two different languages. It was almost like you needed an interpreter, which is what I said to you. I'm like, Kyle, are you her spokesperson? And also, Dorit was going, being very extra that night, which they never say. And I think that's like good on them because they could totally call Dorit out to be like, you called her a psycho. Yeah. You were like going way too far. So like, in general, we were trying to like, smooth the situation out well and like lisa vanderpump was upset that kyle said attacked listen she's sitting there two against one i'm trying to help oh, no, explain no, no, i'm not against teddy i don't at mean all. against okay. well no no but don't say like that dismiss what i say like no but i'm saying I, excuse me can i finish my sentence but there was clearly two sides that night right and i wonder if watching it back they can see that yeah more clearly um i have a lot of questions about what they think about watching back this episode uh, but yeah, it's like, I, I totally am on Kyle's side for all of this. Yeah. And she should be like, I do think that she, and I, I, when she said, I feel like you guys are both coming at me. I don't think she meant that. Like, I feel like it was premeditated and you're coming at me now. Friend, I just feel like you guys have like decided to like do this to me or something. I think she meant like, I feel like now you guys have decided that I was the bad guy here. And yeah, maybe I was like, in the wrong. Maybe you know? like even there's there was a prior conversation where yes. you two have decided I did the wrong I did thing. the wrong thing, right? And then Lisa Vanderpump gets upset and leaves. Right. I was trying to be devil's advocate, Tori, because you weren't seeing someone else's point. I don't feel like you're seeing mine either right now. Okay, I'm going. I waited half an hour for you guys. I'm out of here. I did not understand that one bit. I think that it was a combination of things. What did I write down? I wrote like a whole paragraph. I said, I'm on Kyle's side. Lisa was butting in just as much. It just wasn't for Dorit, and I would be really frustrated too. Oh, I actually don't think that Lisa is mad that Dorit and Kyle comforted each other. I think that she wanted to discuss her lawsuit and, all, and got annoyed that they were late, and now she's made to look like she didn't she wasn't for Teddy. It was like thing, 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 thing. Yeah. And I think it just got to the point that she's like, you know what? I don't need this right now. And then I think seeing them, I think she just got like, really? Are you going to cry right now, Kyle? I don't think it was really about the Dorit comforting her. I don't know. Because I felt like there was a kernel of truth and Kyle later saying, maybe you just didn't like it wasn't about you for two seconds. Mm. It's annoying to me that she just left right now because I know. she knows I'm upset. It's like, if she's not the focus, then she just leaves. I know. It just was such an odd reaction to what was happening that I think it was just, she was just like, oh my God, I'm done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I'm done with all of this. Because Kyle was very dismissive to her too. I don't know. It was all very confusing. Yeah. Uh, but I wanted, I mentioned this a little earlier, but I wanted to talk about, I wonder what Lisa thinks watching this episode back and seeing their conversation after she left at the restaurant. Mm. Because I feel like she's not going to be happy, Dorit saying that it was an adult behavior, my toddler acts better than that. Oh yeah, no. That is not the behavior of an adult. I feel like I don't even have those issues with my three-year-old. Dorit is so effing messy. Why she- do you say that? She cannot help herself by but telling other people's business. Well, we saw a little of that on the next time. Right, and I will say I was in a meeting this week and I saw a big chunk of the next episode and it does not end because she does it at that dinner. She does it because the, the whole thing too is that Kyle gets upset because Jerry is sharing Lisa's personal business. Oh, well, we did have a fan who reached out with what I thought was a good theory. Let me see what you think. Okay. At Girl Gets Grace. Hmm. Do you think maybe Dorit's over-the-top behavior with Teddy is some kind of weird hazing and even weirder payback for her own tough first year? She seemed to be the reasonable one last year and in the fray. Okay, well, we're getting a little extreme with her being the reasonable one because she was the one being, yet again, messy last season. But don't you think she has kind of a point where she's just like, no, but I absolutely think that it could be this kind of like, oh, this girl can't just come in and get along with everyone. 
Yeah. That's annoying to me. Right. Because I did not get that experience. Yes. So, well said. I wrote down that this is one of the best scenes of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills ever because it really is like cutting to deep connections with people and Kyle and Lisa. Mm -hmm. And I feel like they were giving each other looks like, are you going to do this to me again? Right. Is this season five again? Or like season four? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was very like... So much more was going on. It wasn't just like, Teddy met Erica and they didn't get along. It's like, we were getting into it. Yes. And then everyone's like, so extra reactions. Like, when Lisa left and that look on all their faces is amazing, obviously. But then when they come back and they're just like going in and Dorit's saying all this mess. They're saying that Lisa Vanderpump wasn't acting like an adult. Like, I feel like sometimes Beverly Hills is very like thoughtful in what they say about each other but they just had such a natural reaction to what had just happened right well and it's funny because it's more so like their dynamic at reunions I will we always see Kyle and Lisa kind of get into it a little in reunions because they are very much like wait back up why don't you find like another way of saying that or I don't like that you're saying this right we even saw that kind of when they did the flashback this episode where Kyle's like I'm not going to let you talk to me like that. Right. Say it to me now. I feel Lisa, I'm not going to have you say that to me. Feel really bad about not defending me. And then I'll move on. Okay, I'm not going to be told like that okay. to do that like that. But Kyle kind of weighed in on all of this when she was in the office. Yeah, we hit some bumps uh, this season, no doubt. You know, it's inevitable. It's very hard to maintain friendships on a show like this in reality television. But we, we really do care about each other. And, you know, we know that we're better together than apart. And I, you know, wouldn't want to do the show without Lisa. We have fun together. But, you know, if you piss each other off. You do. <laughs> and uh, this time that happened. And I said it and she didn't like it. So that created some issues that, you know, we had to work through and we're okay. But that hasn't aired yet. So I always think to myself, oh, God, now when this airs, it's going to be another argument again. I can feel it. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, Lisa, Renna, and Erica go to Beauty in Essex in L.A. And there's, yes, one, there's in, one in New York. Have you been? Yes. So when I first got to New York, which was like five, six years ago now, I read in Us Weekly that Tom Cruise was dating a hostess from Beauty in Essex. And I was like, let's go there. <laughs> like, apparently this is where Tom Cruise hangs out. He wasn't there. Oh. But it was delicious. And of course, we had to check in with Eric J. Mack for the... Most Erica Jane moment of the week. Gonna give the gays everything they want. Yes, welcome. Thanks, guys. So uh, this episode, Erica was a little bit um, passive. I feel like she was kind of there just to sort of support everybody and listen she to like PMSing the drama. She was PMSing Eric. That is true, which we did learn at the end, which almost made the Erica Jane moment of the week when she said, it's like a faucet, which I thought was hilarious. When you've got a bad period, it's, oh, it's, it's the worst. worst. It's the worst of the worst. So it's like Oh, yeah. It was like, oh, yeah. But I think the most Erica J moment of the week was it was in the confessional when she was kind of like referencing the drama and she goes, uh, you know, what can I say? We're petty. I thought it was a very like gifable moment. Right. Like I see that on Twitter. Yes. I see me tweeting that at Rachel and yes. probably you at some point yes. in the next year or so. What can I say? We're petty. Um, but I think, you know, she was kind of just referencing the drama. She was very, like, self-aware. She's like, there's always something going on. We're petty. That's how it is. It was referencing the beach house drama, I think. Like, when she, Kyle confronted Lisa, right? It was referencing the whole Dorit-Kyle-Lisa yeah. drama. Right. I remember Lisa for some reason. Lisa. Lisa. I would that was a lot. That was a lot going on in that scene. Ugh. Woo. <laughs> 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 thank you so much of course thanks guys and I'll see you next Tuesday and I will see you next Tuesday we know you guys are all feeling sad Real Housewives of New Jersey is over but we did an interview with Teresa Giudice yeah she gives us an update on her relationship with Danielle Staub we talked about Joe a little bit in the Gorga business that pizza place pasta place pizza pasta place We are here today with Teresa Judice from Real Housewives of New Jersey. I also like to say Teresa 
Judice sometimes. Okay, you can say that. Um, yeah, <laughs> you know, everyone, I kind of like that, I have to say. I think you should treat it like Erica Girardi treats Erica Jane. Like, you just go in between. I do. Alter I ego. do. I'm fine yeah. with it. I'm not like, I'm like, like, oh my God, you just said my name wrong. Like, I'm going to like <laughs> freak out. No, I'm just like, it's fine. Whoever could say Judice, they could say it. Whoever could say Judice is fine. So everybody's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not like that. I'm not like that. So. Um, so after watching the reunion, we have one question: Did you get to make out with Andy? No, I wanted to. <laughs> Cause it's been a long time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's so cute. Oh my god, he really is cute. Like if he was straight, he would be my type. And he's so charming. He is. Yes. I lo- I love that. Like a charming guy. Yeah. Well, now that the season's over, how do you feel about it? How do you think it went? Um. Well, this was the hardest season for me because I lost my mom, so, you know, which sucks. It really does. Um, But, you know, in that aspect. But I got along with all the girls this season. I mean, you know, it was like a little, you know, little things here and there. But really, it didn't bother me at all. Um, You know, I have to say, you know, if it wasn't for the girls, they helped me get through you know, the, you know, they just, you know, because my mom, when I lost my mom, I just, I was like, I didn't want to work. I didn't want to, I didn't want to film and I didn't want to do anything. But, you know, they did, they were there for me and they just, you know, listen, when you're, when you keep busy, your mind just keeps going. So, you know, I have to say if it wasn't for them, I'll never forget that. Like, I'll never forget, you know, all of them. They helped me get through a rough time in my life. Do you feel lucky that you have all these seasons where you can look back and watch moments with your mom? Yes, I am, you know, grateful for that. Yeah, I'm not grateful for, like, the bad ones. (laughs) You know, for instance, the Chris thing. Like, that, you know, like, that's not what I'm proud of. Like, I'm not proud of, like, any of the fighting with the family because, really, that's not, you know, what our family's about. But that whole fame and money thing got involved, you know, got in the middle of that. So, but I'm grateful to see the happy moments with my mom. And like one of my favorites is that, um, you know, that I was able to do my second cookbook, Fabulicious, and my mom's on the cover and my daughter. So it's like three generations, my mom, my daughter, and myself. So that's like one of the best things from being on the show that, you know, that I did it, you know, that I was able to do cookbooks and, you know, all my mom's recipe and we share that together and that's, you know, something like so special to me. Yeah. You've been on the show such a long time and for Bravo, it's the first time that a housewife, Siggy, has quit before the season was over. Were you surprised about that? No. (laughs) Not expecting it. Yeah, not at all. Um, Listen, it's not, it's, you know, it's not for everyone. And, um, you know, it's tough being on TV. You, like, you know, you, you can't listen to what other people say. You can't let it get to you. Um, I hardly look at social media. Like, I don't read comments. I don't respond back to anyone. I mean, you know, I, do, I respond back to anyone that's nice. <laughs> like, you know, just to give them some love back because they're giving me love. All about positive energy, positive vibes, like all that. Anybody that's being nasty, I would never engage with them. I block them and I delete them. Done. If they're not worth my time or energy. And I just move on. I don't let it consume, like, who I am or anything. Like, I, I mean, I have four kids. I do not have time to be on social media and write books. I just don't do that, you know. So that's why it's just not for everyone. And, um, you know, if... if and I, I think Siggy's great, you know. I mean, I, you know, I always want to stay friends with her. We never, you know, we didn't, we never had any issues. I adore her. So, you know, next. <laughs> Do you think someone new would come on if there's another season? I hope so. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I was gonna say that I, I love meeting new people. Right. I think it's great. How is that dynamic when someone new comes in? Um, I don't mind it. Like, I like meeting new people. I really do. I think. I don't know. I I, I, I enjoy it. Yeah, that's I'm not like the type, like, I don't want to meet new friends. Right. I'm not like that. Like, I, 
and I enjoy people. And especially if they're a good person and good vibes and you get along with them. What about former housewives? Are there any that you would like to see come back? Because, I mean, we saw Danielle this season. No, not at all. No, not one. Not one. I mean, hey, you want to bring them back? Bring them back. Uh, um, like, for oh, Dina. I adore Dina. Okay, I was about to say, are like, you about Dina? Dina? Oh, okay, yeah, I forgot about Dina. I thought, because you know what? I thought you were talking about Jacqueline and Caroline. Right, right. Um, but Dina, I, lo- I adore her. But you know what? This is my thing, too. Like, I don't want to be on with someone so close. I don't know. I mean, it, I mean, most is my sister-in-law. But I'm just saying, like, Dina, she moved on. Like, she's happy. She lives in California. Like, God bless. Like, right. I'm just saying, like... And I don't know if it wasn't really for her either. Yeah. Because she's kind of quiet and I don't know. Yeah. Well, you said Dina lives in California. Would you ever move out of Jersey yourself? Of course. Hello. Can you get, get me a job in California? I'll, I'll, like, I'll move tomorrow. <laughs> yes. I hate, I don't, you know why I don't love living in Jersey? I don't like the cold weather. Mm. I don't, I'm over it. Like, I don't like the cold weather. So I would move to warm, like, in a second. But my kids, you know. Right. I'm but sure they would love it there. <laughs> no, yeah. I don't, you know, I don't know. But eventually, I'm, if they don't want to move, I, I'm, I'll do, you know, if I could, six months there, six months here. Oh, nice. And then you could be on Beverly Hills in Orange County and New Jersey. Six oh, months. that would be great. I would love that. Yeah, I would love that. Well, if we could get you a job on a Bravo show in California, is there one you would like to join? Oh, um, we know yeah. people, Teresa. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> um, yeah, Beverly Hills Housewives. All right. Yes. So can you I, pull some strings? Yeah, yeah, I think also you should probably just start talking shit about them. Like that's a good uh, way to. You yeah, know. I mean, I could. <laughs> <laughs> I have no problem doing that. <laughs> just got to get to know them a little bit better, right? You know, right? And then you can really. I mean, I've hung out with Lisa <laughs> Vanderbump. She's awesome. Um, hung out with Kyle. Like, I would say Lisa Vanderpump, I hung out with her the most. Yeah. She's sweet. Really sweet, yeah. Any other Bravo loves that you're friends with? Um, I hung out a few times with um, Brandy. Oh. Yeah, and we've worked together, and um, she's lots of fun. Like, <laughs> lots of fun. Yeah. And I've hung out with um, Nini. Um, I've had dinner with um, Cynthia. Really sweet. Kenya. I've worked with her. She's great. Who else? Um, let's see. Dorinda. Love Dorinda. She's oh, I best. would love yes. to see you guys hanging out. Yes, I love Dorinda. She's she's awesome. And who else? Ramona. I've hung out with Ramona. She's lots of fun, too. I hung out with Luann, too, in Atlantic City. We had a good time. She's, she's, I have to say she's lots of fun, too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, good energy. Um. Oh, yeah, Ashley from Potomac. Oh. Hung out with her. She, we had the best time, too. She seems like a lot of fun. She is. So, so yeah. really, you could go anywhere and fit right in. Yeah, <laughs> I, would, I would say so, yeah. No, I think so. Well, this season, we saw you kind of start a new venture with your brother, which was the restaurant. Can you tell us what's happening, what's going on? Yes. Um, he, well, he had a partner with the restaurant, and... Um, Obviously, his partner is having some issues, problems. So my brother decided to step away from it, which is the you know best decision that you know he could have you know made. And I think you know we'll see you know if we're gonna go forward you know with another place or something like that. So we'll see. Mm. But you know this he doesn't you know he's not part of the restaurant anymore. Okay. Mm. Yeah, no more. Just because you know his. Listen, when you have a partner and they're not doing the right thing, you just walk away from it. And that's what he decided to do. For sure. It just wasn't, you know, it wasn't a good fit. And, like, as you see with partners, sometimes it doesn't work out. Same thing, like, with Melissa and her partner. So then you just walk away, just like a marriage. If you don't, you know, if you you can't work it out, you get divorced. Right. So basically my brother got divorced <laughs> from the restaurant business. <laughs> from the restaurant. Just yes, from the restaurant yeah, 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 no. business. <laughs> we won't chop that up. <laughs> like, yes. Joe Corey got divorced. Yes, from the restaurant <laughs> business. With, uh, you know, with, you know, the restaurant that he just opened. Yeah. Right. Uh, I wanted to talk a little bit. We talked about your friendships with the ladies on the cast. 
Uh, how do you, when other people aren't getting along, how do you stay kind of like neutral with them all? Well, it depends what's going on. Like if I like the person, then yeah, I stay neutral. I mean, it's between them. We're, we're grown women. Like, so we're adults. Like they could, you know, like, like Dolores would say, they could fight their own battles. Like, yeah, she was, you know, she, she could handle, they can handle themselves. They know how to open their mouth and get into it they could open their mouth and get themselves out of it. So, uh, You guys talk about how you have such a long history with Dolores. How did you meet? Um, we just go way back because we, we grew up in the same town. Oh, okay. Like, I think, well, she grew up, I think, in maybe Little Falls, but, uh, you know, same circle. Like, everybody knows everybody. I lived in um, Patterson, but it was like, board, it was like Hillcrest area, which was borderline next to Totowa and Little Falls. So it's like you just know everyone. Like, yeah. And, you know, you just, so it was just basically that. But she got married really young. I used to hang out with her cousin. Um, so that's, and I stayed at her shore house when she was married. Like, I, he, me and her cousin were going out clubbing. And meanwhile, here she is barefoot and pregnant. Wow. And she, you know, yeah. she was. She was pregnant. And, you know, she was young. And, you know, she got married young. And, and that was it. And she was a housewife. Yeah. You, I, I got married, you know, later. I got married at 27. Do you think her and Frank will get back together? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I think that ship sailed. Yeah. I mean, you never know. You never say never. But I think if they haven't by now, you know, I don't know. Cause it's been a long time. Yeah, it's been a long time. And and because and, and how it happened is, is kind of like crazy you know it's like you, sometimes you can't forget things like that and you just it's better just to stay the way you are and they get you know they have such a great relationship and they get along great so I don't know I mean that's something you know what that's something for them I mean you hear people get divorced and then they get back together yeah so you like you never know so you never say never <laughs> yeah you know I mean I used to want them to get back and then um then I'm just like, I don't know. It's up to whatever they want. Like, I used to, like, push it more. And now I'm, I don't. I just want her to be happy. Yeah. And to tell you the truth, I think, I don't know. I think it would be great for her to just find an amazing guy. Because she deserves it. She really does. She, she's an amazing woman. So I hope she finds him. She will. Dina found, you know. Her guy. Yeah, her guy. So I know Dolores will. Uh, speaking of people finding guys, Danielle, we know, is engaged now. Yes, see, Danielle found an amazing guy. Yeah, see, so. Are you going to be in her wedding? Yeah, she, Mom, she asked me to be her maid of honor. Wow. That is yes. crazy. Uh, yeah, it's still as like a fan of so long, it's so. I'm one of her maid of honors, yeah. I heard that the bridal party is huge. I'm like, oh, my own. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> By the way, that's my new favorite saying. I say it around the office all the time. You do? Yeah, um, I always mess it up. And I'm like, oh, Maro. Oh, I, I love it, I love it. <laughs> my boyfriend's from Jersey, and his mom said it when I went home for Thanksgiving. And I was like, oh, my God, you're just like Teresa. Oh, I love it, yeah. <laughs> well, we got a tweet because people knew we were going to be interviewing uh -huh. you. So Marcy Davis 5 asked, career-wise, what's next? Tell us what you've been working on. I feel big things are coming. Oh, I hope she's a psychic. I hope she's like, you know, <laughs> sees the future. Um. Yeah, like, that's the thing. Just because of everything I've been through, like, I don't want to just jump into anything. I'm, you know, waiting for, like, the perfect thing, you know? And I'm just, you know, there is stuff brewing. But, you know, I'm not going to say anything yet until, you know, until it's finalized. Okay. So, yeah, so I just want to, you know, like, I just don't want to jump into bed with anyone. Right. I want to make sure it's right and... Get to know what's, you know, get to know everything about it before, you know, I jump into bed. Right. Well, because we've seen the repercussions of with like Melissa and Envy and Joe with the restaurant. Like you have to be careful. Yeah, you, you just have to be careful with. exactly who you're getting into business with. You really do, unfortunately. I mean, but you know, this is a thing, you know, you do have to be careful. But then also then you have to take chances. So it is what it is. It's like, you know, when people get married, they get married to be happy. They don't get married to get divorced. Like you right. never know what's going to happen. So, but, you know, of course, you know, because of everything I've been through, I'm a little bit more cautious. Absolutely. So. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Yes. Oh, it was lovely to thank have you. you. Yes. Thank you. And that was a good question. So.
Thank, you know, so you thank know. you, Marcy. Yeah, thank, yeah, thank you, Marcy. Yeah. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Well, it's that time of the week again. <laughs> for Rose and Thorn. What was your rose? Uh, my rose was that 3D printed doll that Dorit gave PK. That was so effing weird. I was like, this is so terrifying. And then it broke and it got even creepier. I really hope that they glued it on backwards. Oh, that would be funny. (laughs) Right? No, but like, do you think maybe someone reached out to her and was like, oh, we'll do this for free. And she was like, okay, we'll do it. Because I mean, that is a weird thing to go out and pay for. I also was like, why didn't you smile? Because now she's just holding these babies with, like, a straight <laughs> face. And that child looked so scary. I just feel bad for the person who, like, painstakingly made this. I know. And then watched him break it within the first five seconds. Ugh. It's just so amazing. Um, my rose was definitely Jack's. In the middle of being kind of a dick about Lisa Vanderpump and how she's treating everyone differently than him, he chips his tooth on a beer bottle so good so good tell me what i've done differently yeah i took my shoes off then the rest of my friends they've all cheated they've all lied they've all slept with each other they've all been late to work they've all fighted with each other please tell me tell me dead silence I just chipped my tooth. He's going to have to go in for some more dental work. You know, they always call it dental work, but you really got, like, your nose done. Oh. Uh, What was your thorn? My thorn was, it's kind of a rose and a thorn, but finding out that Lisa Rinna's big break was doing Taco Bell commercials. But then my thorn is that I immediately, of course, went to look it up, and I couldn't find any. I found some old ones, but they didn't feature Lisa Rinna, so if anyone else has, you know, better internet skills than I do, please tweet me at Rob or DM me at, on, on Instagram at Suspiciously Small and get me that Lisa Renna Taco Bell commercial. Yo quiero Lisa Renna. Well, before I booked Days of Our Lives, I was on unemployment. Like, I had done, like, 13 Taco Bell commercials, and then I booked Days of Our Lives, and it changed my life. My thorn was... Ariana and Stassi, because I feel like if they could come together and be friends, they would be a force to be reckoned with. That's what Lisa Vanderpump says. Stassi and Ariana are both kind of queen bees. One hive doesn't need two queen bees, and they both kind of fight it out for the power. They should join together, and they would be really an unstoppable force. But I don't think it'll ever happen, and it makes me sad. Oh. Based on what we saw in the next on, who has the better outfit ariana of course she looks like beyonce (laughs) Uh, i mean i like stassi's like bullet in the head that's very cool but like the dress didn't go with it oh i thought it was kind of like cute because it was like a 60s hmm. i was thinking like 60s horror film oh i think i needed blood splatter on it or something yeah 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 i mean if she was committed there would be blood splatter everywhere um, but we want to know what your roses and thorns were this week. Tweet us using the hashtag Bravo Daily Dish. You can find me at Meg Segura on Twitter and Instagram. And you, I already said it, but you can find me on Instagram at Suspiciously Small and me on Twitter at Rachie Rob. Molly, do you want to give your handle? Sure. You can find me at on Instagram at good underscore golly underscore Miss Molly. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. That's long. I know. Oh, sometimes you <laughs> have to. Too many to. Mollies in the world. Did you get, yeah, did, were you late to the Instagram game? 
I think so. Yeah. I think I was, was 2012 Instagram. Mm, I was late to Gmail, so now my Gmail is really long. But we want to get into some fan shoutouts because there were some good ones. Fan shoutouts. It's just a bird, you guys. Yes, we have the, oh my God, you guys, just in general, I want to say thank you so much because we got such amazing responses to our new News and Booze uh, weekly yes, special. that was honestly the best gift from you guys because we really were looking for honest feedback and it was so positive and wonderful and thank you. Yeah, and you know, when you're having a bad week if someone DMs you and it's just like, I had the best day because you added an extra show. I'm just like... What I do isn't terrible, I guess. Uh, but I got so many uh, DMs. <laughs> yeah, we both got one from Mel Parish Plus on Instagram. Ladies, had to slide into your DMs real fast to let you know I love your podcast. I look forward to it every week. I've been on modified bed rest for the past 80 days. Lots of downtime at home, which is awesome, but also makes me crazy. Your episodes each week are a welcome chance to listen to something fun. And I thought that was really sweet. And then she went on to basically be like, hey, also, I'm kind of in the charity world. And what Kim D did, not cool. Like, it, it's not the way it should have been done. Yeah, someone else tweeted at Leanne Locken this week to investigate, to be like, what's the deal with Kim D? How do you get your stuff sponsored at a charity? And Leanne tweeted back. It looks like Emily Horlocker. Oh, yes. At E. Horlocker had tweeted at Leanne Locken, and Leanne replied to her and said, most of the food and alcohol are, quote, sponsored, donated by, or what's referred to as, quote, in-kind vendors. The location will either sponsor the space or give a discount. Hope that helps. It does help. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. I know Grace would want us to shout this out. At Tardy... Y-R-H, tardy to the party. At Meg Segura and Rachie Rob, your first news with booze was awesome. I'm an assistant and Carpe Darren is an inspiration. And Grace is not boring. Her dry humor cracks me up. Love you all. Oh, I can't find it now, but someone had tweeted at or uh, DM'd me saying that she basically had to like defend listening to her husband and I was like you tell him nothing is more important than analyzing Vanderpump rules yes uh but I there was again like so many amazing responses um the Adara lady on Instagram tweeted just like she had just moved to DC and felt really alone and um didn't know a lot of people and she was like it was your podcast has like saved me because I feel like I'm talking to like my best friends so nice no like everyone is just so nice at a blob Blabber32, sorry, I butchered that. Self-care is listening to Bravo Daily Dish podcast. Like, I just can't. It's too nice, you guys. On Instagram, stripes dot underscore said, you guys make Thursday night lit with your pod- when your podcast comes out. Nothing like going to sleep listening to my favorite Bravo-, Bravo analyzers. And then he screen grabbed a picture of how he was listening. It's just like, I can't, I'm so overwhelmed. You guys are the best. We have the best fans. Wherever you're listening, please make sure you're subscribed. I mean, we know the the real fans are, but like make sure your friends are subscribed too. Yeah, is it really fun to talk about Bravo without your friends? No. No. Next week we're going to be talking to Ariana Maddox, the mermaid herself. Yes. Ariana gets out of the pool like a f***ing mermaid. And... Don't worry. Another episode coming out Tuesday. New spoons. Hey, it's Guy Raz here, the host of How I Built This, a podcast that gives you a front row seat to how some of the biggest products were built and the innovators, entrepreneurs, and idealists behind them. Every week, I speak to someone new, stories like Justin Wolverton's, a lawyer who just wanted a healthy alternative to ice cream, so he created Halo Top in his Cuisinart, or Todd Graves, who grew his fried chicken restaurant Raising Cane's into one of the most successful fast food chains in the U.S. All of these great conversations can help you learn how to think big, 
take risks, and navigate crises in life and work from people who've done all of that and more. Follow How I Built This on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to How I Built This early and ad-free right now on Wondery Plus. Alex Ryder is back. Hello, Alex. We have a lot of work to do. To face his greatest challenge yet. We have an active threat. They can wipe out an entire city. People are going to die. Now he's running out of time. We have three days to find and destroy. He doesn't know who he can trust. You're not your enemies. You never have been. Everything I've been told has been lies. And our future is in his hands. The truth can be complicated. On April 5th... This weapon is capable of inflicting 100,000 deaths in a heartbeat. The danger is everywhere. Scorpio are no longer hiding in the shadows. The battle threatens everyone. It's personal. It's revenge. It's kill or be killed. That's when you find out what you're really capable of. And his choice could change everything. I'm sick of being manipulated to do what everyone else wants. Tell him the truth, all of it. The world isn't black and white. All we really have are the people we trust. Alex Ryder, season three, streaming free April 5th. Stream seasons one and two free now.